have an idea in your mind of something you want, and you deserve to get it. So how do you get there? Well, welcome to The Idea Space, a podcast devoted to helping you overcome frustration and make what you want a reality. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, high school teacher turned entrepreneur. Now I'm a business development coach. It's my mission to help women bring their ideas to life and get what they want without feeling guilty, selfish, overwhelmed, or lost. Every week, I share topics, tools, and strategies to help you move toward that thing you want. Create time and energy to do the things you love, get clarity on what you really want and how to get there, and most importantly, stop feeling alone with your challenges. Whether you've wanted to create a better business, job, relationship, hobby, or self, I know there's something more that you want, and it's time you were able to get it with confidence and clarity. Ready to have it? Let's go. Hey, welcome to the Idea Space Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liddy. And if you're listening to this recording on the day that it drops, it's Thanksgiving in the United States. I wanted to say that I'm really grateful to my listeners because it's really so, so meaningful to know that there are people out there who want to hear the message that I have to share. And I think it's even more meaningful because every day I work with women who struggle to put their message out in the world because they tell themselves that nobody's listening or that other people are out there doing it better or that other people are out there who know more than they do. And so today I wanted to celebrate Thanksgiving with you by telling a story. This is a story that happened a year ago. It happened in the fall of 2018 and my son has given me permission to share this story with you. My family and I, and we have a small family, it's just my husband, John, my son, Jack, and me, we had gone to Vermont to celebrate just, just, I don't know what the hell we were celebrating actually, but um, we were reliving, uh, we we had relived the entire scenario of where John and I got engaged, except this time we had our kid with us. And we took him to this really fancy restaurant where we had had dinner 13 years ago or whatever it was, the night we got engaged. And so that night at dinner, Jack, who was 11 at the time, was very agitated. He had seen a man across the dining room who was eating by himself, and Jack was really upset by this man. And this was an older man. He was well into his 70s. He was having a bottle of wine and eating alone, but his solitude made Jack really sad. So he had created a story that he shared with John and me that the man was waiting for a dinner partner but it quickly became clear that the gentleman was really waiting for no one. He had just taken himself to dinner. And this just rubbed Jack's soul the wrong way. And the more that Jack watched the man, the more upset he got. He wanted to connect with the man to let him know that he'd been seen. He wanted to let the man know that he mattered. He said, I want to talk to him, but I don't know how. What would be okay to do? And I really want to try to get through the story without choking up, but the story makes me really emotional. So please forgive me if I do start to get a little teary. So Jack really wanted to know how to talk to him. I I want to talk to him, but I don't know how. What would be okay to do? And the how is always the question that people struggle with. The people that I I work with there, they just want to know how to do it. We all struggle with what's the right thing to do and how to do it. And we all think there's like a prescription, right? Or a recipe to follow. And if we don't have our hands on the exact recipe, we often don't take action. 
But the more Jack didn't take action, the more upset and physically uncomfortable he got. He was squirming in his chair and wringing his napkin. And just the look on his face, I could see how upset he was. So we brainstormed how Jack wanted to approach the man. First, we were with wondering, you know, would it disturb him to say hello? Did he even want company? And then we asked Jack, did he want to invite the man to come sit with us or join us for a dessert? And none of that felt quite right to Jack. He really wanted to connect with him, though. He, so he said, what can I say to him? And his face was so earnest, and he had tears in his eyes because he was so sad for this man eating alone. And so I said, well, how about you just start by introducing yourself? Because I bet from there, you'll be able to figure it out. And he said, you mean just go up and say, hi, I'm Jack. And I said, yeah, I bet if you just, if you introduce yourself, he'll introduce himself and you can just say you wanted to come over and say hello. I promise you it'll work out from there. You'll know when the conversation is over and we're right here if you need us. And so he played with his napkin for a few minutes, deciding on the perfect time to go over and approach the man. And when the waiter had cleared the man's plates, Jack like stood up and went over and talked to the man for three or four minutes. That's all it was, really three or four minutes. But it seems like an hour. And John and I watched from our table, stunned, so stunned that Jack, who's 11, remember, had recognized the loneliness in the man across the room and took action to do something about it. So Jack came back to report on what he had learned, and he said, well, his name is Robert, and he asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, so I told him I want to be a history professor. And he said he wanted to make history, but it was a little too late for him. I think he was joking, he said. It was really sweet. And then he went on to say he told me where he lived and asked where I was from. He didn't know where Syracuse is. He said it was nice to meet me and thanked me for coming over. And that was it. That was the whole thing. That's all it took for Jack to connect with this man. And Jack's biggest fear was that the man would leave before he had like worked up the courage to walk over to him. And he told me later that he would have regretted that his whole life if he had never worked up the courage to just go over and have that short conversation. So this story is so lovely because it was emotional. I have to admit, it was really emotionally hard. I, you know, I really felt for Jack. I felt his empathy. Um, he was really rattled with grief that night. He was really, he believed that this man, Robert, was alone and lonely. But it gave us the chance to talk about how brave Robert was to come out into the world, into a crowded restaurant and eat alone, even though it would have been easier to just stay home and eat something like in front of the TV, right? And we talked about, you know, how I worry about, am I bothering people when I show up to share something with them or when I talk to people? And um, John, my husband, actually talked about how he wants to connect a lot, but he doesn't for many reasons. And Jack really made me proud that night because as an 11-year-old, he was afraid and nervous and anxious but he did it anyway. And I know that that's the definition of courage. I frankly sobbed with pride that night when I watched Jack walk over to that man. I was so proud of him because it was really brave. And we all sobbed together when we thought about Robert's words, which were, I wanted to make history, but I'm a little late to the game. And so I wanted to share this this message with you, this story with you that You still have time. It is not too late for you. And you can show up and you can connect and you can put your message out there and you can put yourself first and you can take action and you can have courage 
And you can do the uncomfortable thing because you still have time. It's not too late. So I hope that this inspires you to think about what action you would like to take and how much courage you need to work up to walk across the dining room and talk to the person and do the thing that you know you really would love to do. So once again, happy Thanksgiving to you. I'm grateful that you allow me on your podcast list. I know you have a lot of people to choose from, and I just want to let you know, I appreciate that you let me in. And if you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. And if this message resonates with you and you think that there's somebody who could use it, please share it with that person who you think needs to hear it. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more free tools and video trainings at www.jenliddy.com slash free sources. That's F-R-E-E sources. If you found this podcast helpful, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and gave a review. And if you have a friend who'd benefit from today's topic, tool, or strategy, please share the Idea Space podcast with her. That way, together, we can help more women achieve their dreams and take action on their ideas. Isn't it time we all were able to get what we want? Join me next week. And remember, right now, all you need to do to make your idea a reality is take the very next step you know how to. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.